I count on one thing The same God that never failed Will not fail me now He won't fail me now In the waiting The same God who's never late Is working all things out You're working all things out Yes, I Good morning. Welcome to Christ the Cornerstone. Will you stand with us this morning? A couple of weeks ago on Easter Sunday, we sang a brand new song for you, uh, and it went by pretty fast. There's not much of an introduction for the song, so I didn't really have a chance to set it up. The song is called What I See. And uh, when I told someone on Easter Sunday, when I told the worship team uh, way back a few months ago that we were going to do a song on Easter called What I See, and they were like, do you see what I see? No, it's like a different one. But what we see today is that we see an empty grave. And because we see an empty grave and Jesus is alive, he gives us the right and the opportunity to be alive. So we can just shuffle through this life if we want to, or we can choose to be alive in him. Amen? So we're going to choose life today. Come on, do you see? 
praise. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God praise this morning. He's risen. We serve a risen Savior. So happy to be able to live in a place where we can worship God in spirit and in truth, where we can share the good news of the gospel with others. The gospel message is the only message that brings and speaks eternal life. Amen. This morning, our scripture is found in the fifth chapter of Ephesians, starting at verse 14. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Do not act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs amongst yourself, and making music to the Lord in your hearts, and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day, for this opportunity to be in your presence, to sing songs, to worship you, Father God. We don't have to think about what's going on outside of these doors because right now, when we walked into this place, into your presence, we left those things behind us. You always say, that where your people gather in your name, you will be right in their very midst. So we thank you, Father, for your presence during this worship experience, Lord. And as we sing songs and we hear from your man of God, let us leave here changed, willing to do the work that you have called us to do. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. My name is Lynn. Welcome to CTC, and thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. We have a lot going on at our campuses, so we wanted to take a few minutes and let you know about some of those. We are excited to announce the start of a new life group for men. Tomorrow night, May 2nd, men will be getting together for dinner and fellowship at Schaefer's Canal House in Chesapeake City. All men are invited, however, it is very important that you let us know you're coming so we are able to give the restaurant an accurate head count. To reserve your spot, contact Kevin Sturgis at kdsturgis at verizon.net or text him at 302-345-4597 and please identify yourself and the number of people coming with you by Sunday, May 1st. Next Saturday, May 7th, from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., we will host the Wesleyan Covenant Association Global Summit Simulcast at the Bear Campus. The day will include powerful speakers with timely messages for us. You can sign up for the event by going to our website. There are some important decisions coming for our denomination and our church. As a follow-up to the simulcast, we will be hosting three town hall meetings where you can ask questions and find out information. 
The first two meetings will be in person on Sunday, May 15th at 12.30 at the Ellesmere campus or 4.30 at the Bear campus. We will host a Zoom meeting on Tuesday, May 17th at 7 p.m. You will find the link to the Zoom meeting on our website. On Saturday, May 7th, our Ellesmere campus will host a family movie event at 7 p.m. in Wesley Hall. The movie Jesus was filmed live at Sight and Sound Theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Come and bring your family and be blessed by this outstanding performance of the life of the Messiah. Thanks for being here today. Our prayer is that you leave feeling encouraged and closer to God. Please let us know if there's anything you need while you're here. You can find more information about all the events happening at our church by going to ctcde.church. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. Have a great week. It's so good to see you again this morning. If you're in the room, I can really feel like I can just reach out and touch you. And if you're with us in our online congregation, it's so good to know that you're here. We always want to stay connected, and toward that end, at your table or seat or in your chair, you'll find a card that says, Welcome on the front, and it also has our missional statement, Love, Serve, and Engage. And then on the back, it says, Connect. Connecting is very, very important. Um, The Bible always tells us to look out for our brothers and sisters in faith. On the Connect card, you can let us know who you are. And you can also list a prayer request or a praise report. Please list them. Different groups gather throughout the week to pray confidentially over your request. If you're online, there is a Connect tab that you would press and um, fill out the information there, too. And we'll be sure to pray for you and lift your praises to God. If this is your first time here and you're in the room, as you leave, look to your left. You'll see a welcome center. We'll have a small gift for you, and we'll talk with you, make you feel especially welcome. There are also resources in that room for people who've been here a long time but just haven't stopped in recently. If you're new here and you're online, please um, click the New Here tab, and a member of Pastor Vaughn's team will reach out to you throughout the week to make you feel especially welcome. We're just so very glad that you're here today. Thank you, friend. We are glad that you're here today. I do have one uh, uh, correction to make from the announcement video. Guys, if you are interested in going to the men's dinner tomorrow night, we have the wrong phone number uh, for Kevin Sturgis for you to correspond with him. That number is uh, 302-824-5625. So that's 302-824-5625. So if you're interested, guys, in doing that, it's going to be at 6 o'clock tomorrow at uh, Schaefer's Canal House. But we need uh, you to, if you're going to go, we need you to let Kevin know so that he can let the restaurant know uh, how many people there are that are coming. On your tables today are several things. One of those is a card that uh, has Pastor Roger and Tim and Jonathan's picture on. And as you know, Pastor Roger and those guys are on a bike ride. Uh, this week to benefit a missions organization called Inca Link. And we talk about generosity all the time uh, here at our church, and we talk about how generous uh, you are when you give and how generous we want you to be 
uh, when you give. And we are grateful for the provision uh, that God makes for us week by week and month by month to see that we are able to continue uh, to do ministry. And so Inca Link is uh, a missions organization that works in Central and South America uh, to help missionaries uh, specifically with, uh, for example, there's a project going on in the Amazon basin where they're trying to build a non-traditional Bible school so that people who grow up in that area uh, can go on to, you know, do better things. They can go on to live outside of that community that they grew up in and uh, go on to do things that are gratefully, uh, that are greatly impacting uh, the kingdom of God. And so because of your uh, support, uh, we're able to continue to do that. So also there at your table is uh, an offering envelope, as they always are. And so we want to encourage you to take that offering envelope and fill it out. Uh, put your offering in there. There's some tables that are at the back uh, that you can drop those in. There's some tables uh, in the mall area that you can drop those in. If you're uh, worshiping online, you can go to our online giving portable. Por- online giving portable. Wow. Online giving portal. And uh, you can go in, and on that, uh, you probably already know this, but I'll just uh, remind you or let you know for the first time that you can make that a recurring gift, or you can make it a one-time gift. If you want to go in and make it a recurring gift so you don't have to think about it anymore, uh, then uh, that would be a great thing also. But your generosity uh, helps us to do uh, the things that God has called us to do. And so uh, I believe that uh, by way of the miracle of Uh, the internet, that even though Pastor Roger is not here today, uh, Pastor Roger is going to be here today. So uh, do we have Pastor Roger live yet? We're going to be, he's going to be visiting visiting us by way of Skype. Uh, So um, I think we have that just about ready. Uh, It's, it's, you know, the miracle of, of technology, although sometimes technology doesn't always work the way we want it to when we want it to. So uh, thanks for your patience. So I'm just going to keep talking. Anybody know any jokes you can tell us while, while we're... So it looks like we have uh, Pastor Roger uh, live. So uh, let's welcome them in. Pastor Roger. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Right. It's good to see you guys. You want to introduce, uh, uh, tell us about who's with you there? Right. Well, of course, I got Tim. Tim over my right shoulder. John. Back from Christ the Corner, and I'm standing here also with Luke. I can't say his last name, but uh, he's a, a representative from Inca Link, and uh, we've been having a good time. Yesterday we rode 56 miles, and today we got four. Uh, last night we stayed at a very nice breakfast in Williamsport, uh, Maryland. So we're having a we're having a good time, Luke. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the ministry that our, our gifts to Inkalink supporting some ministries. <laughs> Big track. They told me the traffic would be a problem. Uh, uh, anyway, the ministries in Mexico for Inkalink. Yeah, hi, church. Good morning. Uh, first, just let me say thank you so much for sharing uh, your pastors and your congregation with us and for loving and blessing Inkalink. Uh, you don't know us, but you're loving us from afar, and that is such a huge blessing. Uh, Inkalink, our mission is to reach 300 million of Latin America with Christ's irresistible love. And this week, uh, your pastors are racing for our newest site. It's in Mexico, just south of San Diego. And uh, in Mexico, in that region, uh, there's uh, extreme poverty, but there's also um, extreme exploitation of the migrants uh, uh, moving through Mexico and extreme 
would take the next track in industry. And we have a team that who's incredible, who's rescuing, rehabilitating, and ultimately uh, introducing the sweet love of Jesus Christ with these kids who are being rescued out of the sex trafficking industry. Amen. Powerful, powerful ministry. So thank you all for uh, your support, your generosity, and uh, willingness to let me go. Luke. Yeah. You said race. Yeah. Nobody told me anything about a race. Race tour, you know. I saw you moving. Your pastor can move, okay? I don't know if you guys have a lot of buffet lines or something. He's moving quickly to the buffet line. But this man can ride a bike. All right, all right. God bless you all. Have a great day. Well, thanks for being with us, Pastor. We're praying for you guys and praying for all of you. And I hope you have a great ride. God bless you. Amen. That was good to have them here today. And thanks to our media team who uh, worked really hard to make that happen. Uh, again, uh, as far as your offering envelope, they are there. Uh, you can drop your offering off uh, on your way out, or you can uh, sign on and give online. Would you stand with us today as we prepare to continue to worship? Uh, and we're going to pray over this offering and ask God to just move in our midst today by the power of his Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for your great blessing, and we thank you, Lord, for loving us. We thank you for loving us enough to... Uh, send your only son, Jesus, to come and die for us. And so, Lord, we celebrate together as uh, ministry is going to be going forward in, in Mexico uh, and in, in all other parts of, of Central and South America because of the generosity of your people. And so, God, we pray that you would take this offering today and uh, in the coming week uh, as, as people give uh, throughout the week, maybe online. Uh, Father, we just pray you would take this offering and multiply it and use it for your kingdom. We pray in Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Let's worship the Lord together.
desire to have a relationship with us. You desire to be with us. And so, Lord, help us in those moments when we decide that we don't want to be with When we decide that either because we're too busy or because we're not worthy, that we don't want to be with you. 
God, we thank you that above all, everybody's looking for a hero, right? Everybody wants a hero in their lives. We all have people on this earth, in this life that we look up to. We could go around the room and tell the story about who our hero is and what they mean to us. But we have a hero, right? All of us, somebody, somebody, you are somebody's hero, but you have let them down, I promise you. I am somebody's hero, and I have let them down, I promise you. But there's one who doesn't. Amen? He's never lost, and he's never let us down, and he never will. Amen? He is a champion. He is the champion, and he has never lost. So, God, we give you praise today and honor and glory for all that you are. Hallelujah. And I've tried so hard to see it. It took me so long to believe it. That you choose someone like me to carry your victory. Perfection could never earn it. You give what we don't deserve, and you take the broken things and raise them to
no one greater than you. And you have conquered every foe, every adversary, every enemy, every obstacle, anything in our way. And Lord, today, no matter what it is that we face, no matter what it is that we are up against, if we in our own strength think that today we have to fight through it, help us to know that we don't. Lord, help us to stand still and see your salvation today and every day in our lives. So today, Lord, we pray for Pastor Vaughn as he comes to bring the message this morning. We pray that your anointing would rest on him. And as we gather around the table of communion in a few moments, God, we just ask that your Holy Spirit would continue to move among us. Touch us. Change us, encourage us, heal us, save us, set us free. Whatever it is that you've come to do, Holy Spirit, today, we yield to you. We yield to that. In the name of Jesus, and everybody said, amen and amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Life, it can be hard. But we were never meant to run this race alone. We were made for community. Each one fulfilling their calling so that others can learn and become mature. Then, as Ephesians 4.14 tells us, we will no longer be blown about by every wind of teaching. Unity comes when we find when you find the place where you belong. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. It is so good to see all your smiling faces today. The lights are turned down a little bit because I can actually see you. And so many of us who I haven't seen in such a long time. You know, if you want to just turn to somebody near you and say, it's good to see you, neighbor, go right ahead. Or I'm going to give you five seconds. Just tell somebody, it's good to see you in the house of God. Amen. You know, the Bible tells us not to forsake the assembly of the brethren. Some can't be here today, but they're home watching us on the Internet and on their computers, television, phones. However you do it, God knows your heart. And he knows that you thought it not robbery to get up early in the morning to spend time with Jesus, to spend time with him. We are blessed, brothers and sisters. Did you know that? The Bible says when brethren come together in unity, that there the Lord commands a blessing, even life forevermore. We're blessed just because we walked in these doors today. Isn't that good news? Amen. Right there. Let's just thank God. Thank you, Lord. That's enough reason to come to church. Right there, just to get the blessing that God gives those who, who seek him out. Our friends, as we just heard, we all know Pastor Roger and Brother Tim and Reverend Jonathan, they're on their way trekking up north, and they're not only doing it for those wonderful people that we saw a video last night showing some of the children and everything, but they're doing it for us. They're representing you and me. Because I couldn't do that. <laughs> I told Pastor Roger, if I was about 10 years younger, I might have gone with you. 
and my nose started to grow. <laughs> okay. I said, I'm going to make that maybe 25 years, 30 years younger before I would even consider it. But thanks be to God that they have taken it upon themselves to do this. And can we give them another hand clap? Thank you, Lord, for our pastor and Jonathan and Tim, who are representing us and, and making us look good. Uh, we already prayed for them, but I feel compelled just to say another prayer. Do you mind? Would you join me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just want to lift up our brothers as they're traveling, dear God, on their bicycles, dear God. Lord, keep them safe from all danger, danger seen and unseen alike. We ask that you cover them with your feathers, O oh God, so that under your wings they can trust. Give your angels charge over them to keep them in all their ways. Let them even lift them up in their hands, that they not dash their foot against the stones of life's adversity. And they're traveling on gravel roads, so there's plenty of little stones there. So, Lord, protect them and bring them back home to us safely. This is our prayer, dear God. We pray it humbly. Trustingly, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Thank you for joining me. Last week, if you recall, brothers and sisters, if you heard Pastor Roger's message, he preached on Ephesians 1 to 11, but then he went on from there, <laughs> and he got into my message, which he had assigned me, 12 to 14. So he said, well, sorry about that. I got happy there, <laughs> you know. He said, just tell everybody, I served them the main course. Like we were talking about that restaurant up, uh, what is it called? Shady Maple. Thank you. Right. He said, just pretend you're at Shady Maple. Tell them, I served the, uh, the, the main meal, and you're going to bring the dessert. You know, we all know the dessert's the best part. <laughs> so I hope I can, we can live up to that. What I do want to do is touch on some of what he said, just a little bit. I never want to preach over what another pastor, preacher, has preached upon so well as he did. But I was going to bring up a couple of points and also just to concentrate on one particular word that is so prevalent in that passage of Scripture. And that will be basically my message today, and then we're going to have communion. So uh, our time is limited. So if that's okay with you, we'll get right into it. First, I'd like to go ahead and put up on the screen uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 12 to 14. And can we all read it together? You know, we did something last night. I'm just going to share it with you. We talked about how in some churches they stand up when the word of God is preached. So before I could finish, people started standing up. So I want to at least... Extend that latitude to you. If you feel like you want to stand up as the word of God is read, please stand up. And let's all read together, please. Well, God bless you. You honor God. Guess what? He'll honor you. Let's read, brothers and sisters. In order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory... And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, whose deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession. 
to the praise of his glory. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. That is so awesome. And that's, he's speaking about us, brothers and sisters, the redeemed. Uh, the Bible says, let the redeemed say so. So uh, I'm saying, so <laughs> we are redeemed. Bought with a price. Jesus has changed our whole life. Amen. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? I am. I'm just thrilled. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's take a look at those three verses. I'm just going to do a little commentary on it. And then we're going to concentrate, hone in on that one word. This one blessing that if we don't stop and just really consider it, it might pass our attention. Starting with the first verse, we're told that these people, who, was, who, who were the people he was talking about? The Jews. These people heard the gospel message, right, known as the word of truth, and, and then what? They, they did right, exactly. We're told that rather than rejecting messages as many Jews had done, these Gentiles uh, they believed, they believed, and they, as they heard, and the gospel, and they heard the gospel, and were saved as a result. First, we hear the word, then we believe, and if you believe the word of God, the inerrant, infallible, anointed word of God, you will, brothers and sisters, you will uh, wind up rejoicing, I do believe, and asking God to come into your life. That should be the end result. If you truly believed, how could you hear this and understand it and believe and believe it and not ask God to come into your life, to change your whole life? Hallelujah. And Paul notes, 30 Paul notes that when they became believers, they were what? Sealed. And what were they sealed with? The Holy Spirit. Can we say that again? They were sealed with what? The Holy Spirit. We did this last night and had a little fun, but I asked a question. I'll ask it of you also. How many of you feel you're sealed by the Holy Spirit? I mean, look at all these hands going up. At least 10, 10, 12. A lot of, a lot of people were sealed here. Okay, my next question. Some of you know what's coming next. How many of you are saved? Woo! <laughs> All these hands, almost every hand is up. You're saved. You're born again. You're blood bought. You're blood washed. You're saved by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Oh, boy, we should get excited about that. Didn't mean to do that, boy. It just feels so good to say that. Hallelujah. Praise God. But brothers and sisters, let me say this succinctly and definitively and without equivocation. If you are saved, and here's the great news that a lot of people did not realize. Exactly. Who said that? Thank you. All right. Thank you, Pastor. We are sealed. It's like Coke and a smile. You can't have one without the other. That's what Paul is telling us here. And this is a revelation that a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't realize it. And Pastor Roger did touch on this very well last week. And I'm just taking a little step further. We are sealed. And what we're going to show you today, hopefully, 
is just some more of what that really means. It is great, great blessings associated with us being filled by the Holy Spirit. All right, what does it mean when we talk about a seal? The dictionary tells us that a seal is usually a wax mark indicating that a letter or scroll was closed or completed and was to be opened only by who? The recipient. Amen, exactly. The attendant recipient. And I can think of so many examples of that in our lives. We might not think about it, about a seal being applied to this or that. I know at one time my wife and I had a, believe it or not, I sold cars for over 40, almost 50 years. So we opened up our own car lot and we were selling utility trailers. Can you see me doing that? <laughs> right? Praise God. I'm so glad God took me away from that and brought me here. <laughs> we were going to church the whole time and I was going to Bible college, but I always said, Lord, put me in church. And he answered that prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm glad, but getting back to the point, when our trailers would come in, remember Gwen, on those big trucks, before we could go there and open it up, guess what was on the back of that truck? A seal. Exactly. And if that seal was not intact, we would know that somebody had tampered with our cargo. Now, I don't know, another quick example. I'm a big Western fan. I love the cowboy movies, but I like the old ones. The black and white ones, you know, where the good guys wore a what color hat? White hat. The bad guys always wore a black hat. Amen. I know who was who back in those days. And they didn't curse. Amen. They were just, and, and I loved it. My favorite cowboy was, I'll tell you his initials. The first one starts with a J. Not, you all were here last night. John Wayne. Yes. Yes. And I told the little vignette story that I grew up pretty much without a dad after the past, after seven years old. And I found myself in seeing the Westerns, especially John Wayne, a male image that I wanted to emulate. I saw John Wayne also in his war movies. I said, I'm going to go into the military, which I did. But my point simply being, fathers, this isn't in my notes, I'm going to say it. You fathers are so important to your children, to your families. The boys need to see a man. They need to see their father. If not, the father's not available, then they need to see a strong, good, godly man that they can emulate in their lives. Amen? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me that. I thank God for John Wayne. And my wife is oftentimes kidding me me and said, you know, you even walk like him. She said, you walk like on a, you're straight and tall, you walk like on an angle like this. I think I'm walking out of camera range. <laughs> but, and I guess I realize that I do to a degree, and we emulate, we become those who we are led by, mentored by. Men, women too. Mentor somebody. Be an example to somebody. In the church and out. That was just a quickie. I believe it was from God. Hallelujah. Uh, And lastly, somebody reminded me yesterday, well, you didn't mention the queen. Well, I'm not very familiar with Queen Elizabeth. I admire her. But I had no idea I could associate her with a seal. But uh, one of our members here, 
All of you know her from England. She said that the queen, before anything goes out of Buckingham Palace, she assigns a seal to it. It is her authority. It's like she was there handing it to you in person. Well, I like that. I like that analogy. And I think, oh, how marvelously this description of seals lends itself to this great spiritual work of God that we just read about here. That through his Holy Spirit in the life of the believer, you and I and the millions of other Christians around the world, we are sealed. We are guaranteed of our future. Not only our future here, our eternity, our forever. Praise God. How many of you all know John Wesley? You know who John Wesley is, right? We ought to. Okay. Well, he wrote that just as a seal is an, an antiquity authenticated and protected a documented or item of importance, that similarly the Holy Spirit who marks believers and seals them is a pledge of divine security and is an actual foretaste of the full salvation to come. Hallelujah. This is a guarantee of the salvation that Christ has promised us as believers. It is not to be taken lightly. It is to be cherished that God has seen fit through the Holy Spirit to give us this, I call it, blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. I thought about this song, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Remember? Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. That's what he's saying here. That's what we have. You know, that's a wonderful feeling, church. I, I remember something John Hagee, Pastor John Hagee said once. He said, I really feel sorry for atheists and agnostics. They pass away. They get them all dressed up. But they got nowhere to go. Amen. Unlike us. We know where we're going, church. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be where? Say it again. Present with Christ. Present with the Lord. We know where we're going up. We know we're going up. Praise God. And that's what it tells me by this blessed ceiling. Let me go to a scriptural example of the ceiling, and then we're just going to be done there. Can you think of any examples of a seal being applied by royalty, by kings, in the Old Testament? I think of one young man, and I think of a woman. She was a queen. In both instances, Queen, queen Esther, exactly, where the king sealed an edict that her uncle Mordecai and all the Jews were going to be killed because of what Haman, his advisor, had lied to him and told him a lie, and they were going to all be killed. Who else do you think of right off the top of your head? That you were here last night, so thank you. For the sake of time, I'm glad you did that. Daniel, likewise, an edict was sealed, throwing him into the lion's den. But here's the good part, brothers and sisters. It didn't stick. The seals did not work. They weren't broken. But God, brothers and sisters, flipped the script, as they say. I like the way we're told in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20, that what the devil meant for harm, guess what? God turns it out for your good. Who knows what Romans 8:28 says? How many things? Would you stand up, please, quick? How many things, please? All things work together for good. For those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. 
That's us, brothers and sisters. That's us. Final example, and I'm done, and then we're going to have communion. We find that in Matthew 27, we're told that on a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and pain. Join me. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. And I, let me stop there. I get too emotional. And I cherish the old rugged cross, don't you? Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, that tomb where Jesus was placed was sealed also. Big, strong Roman guards were put there to guard it. No one was going to get into that tomb and take Jesus out. He was going to stay there forever. That's what the king and the Pharisees thought. But three days later, guess what happened? Hallelujah. Three women walked up there. Mary and Mary and, what's her name? I call her Salamander. Salome. Whatever. Okay. Right. Not Salome, thank you. They walked toward the stone saying, Who will roll away the stone? Brothers and sisters, guess what? The stone was already rolled away. Amen. That's our God. That's the God we serve. It was already rolled away. Did you think that the Lord doesn't have a sense of humor? Guess what was sitting on top of the stone? An angel of the Lord. Right, right, exactly. With a message to them. I want to end by saying this, my friends. Some of us have stones in our life. But you know what? Some of us have seals put on our lives by men, by adversity, by the devil. But our God is greater. Just as he broke the seals of these three people, Jesus, Daniel, and Esther, he can break the seals that are in your life, no matter what they may be. Whatever you're going through, hallelujah, you're not greater than our God. It can be cancer. Our daughter beat cancer because of our wonderful God. So anybody with cancer right now, you can beat it. God is greater. God's got it. Trust in him. High blood pressure, diabetes, God healed me of both. I've seen him heal so many other people of things. I can't begin to tell you the things he's healed my wife from. Eight years ago, she was on the operating table. And the doctor told me she probably won't make it. But there she is. Wave your hand, Gwen. Hallelujah. There she is. Supporting her husband. That's the power of God. That's our wonderful Jesus. Church, he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Amen. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Not the world, not the devil, not even the doctors. But what Jesus says, because he has the last say. And as Isaiah said, he is our wonderful counselor, our mighty God. He's our everlasting father, our prince of what? Of peace. Amen. You need more peace in your life and you need more Jesus in your life. For he is the Prince of Peace. Amen. Jehovah Shalom is his Father, the God of Peace. The more God, the more Jesus, I'm going to tell you, the greater the Holy Spirit will manifest itself in you, 
And our Lord tells us also in Ephesians, I believe Ephesians 3, that he will bless you exceedingly and abundantly and beyond what you can ask or think, according to the power of the Holy Spirit that works within you. Spend time in your Bibles. Spend more time in prayer. Get closer to God. For he says, in his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand are blessings forevermore. And he will show you the pathways of life. He'll show you where the gold is. He'll show you where the best jobs are. He'll tell you what to say and what not to say. You know, that can get us into a lot of trouble. For by our words we will be judged, the Bible says. So, and also rewarded. And the tongue is the power of life and death. Keep that in mind. Watch what we say. Let your tongue be a, a, a tree of blessing, not cursing. And it will come back to you accordingly. I leave you in love. Let me end with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day, dear God. I thank you for the privilege, O oh Lord, to bring your word. I thank you that Pastor Roger saw fit to allow me to do this. I, I ask once again that you watch over them, dear Lord, as they're traveling. I ask that you bless each and every person in this congregation and on the internet as you said in Psalm 133 you would do because they have come together in unity thank you Lord for your word it's always true thank you for your blessings keep us all safe dear God throughout this week from danger seen and unseen alike and may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight O God for thou Lord art our strength Thou only, Lord, are our Redeemer. For it is in you that we live, in you that we move, and in you that we have our being. This we humbly ask in Jesus' mighty name, amen, and amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. At this time, we will now have our communion. If you have your little elements on your table, does anybody here need gluten-free? We'll have people walking around with the gluten-free elements. Praise God. And I believe at this time we're going to have the Lord's Prayer or the Apostle Creed presented on screen. And we'll all recite that together. There we are. Can we all say the Lord's Prayer together, please? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. As is Thank you, dear. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen and amen. And now the Apostles' Creed, brothers and sisters. Wait for it. There we go. Ready? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven 
is seated at the right hand of the Father and will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. You may be seated. You may be seated. God bless you. Brothers and sisters, we're told in, by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 that some 2,000 years ago, our Lord, our Savior, what's his name? Jesus. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. That, that last night, before he was to be crucified, he sat with his brothers at the table that we call the Lord's Supper. But at that time, he took a loaf of bread and he did something that had never been done before. He took that bread and he did what? He broke it. Praise God. And he said, this is my body, which has been broken for you. Eat this in remembrance of me. Would you now please eat your bread, brothers and sisters, your wafer. I always like to say at this time, it's a good time to empty our mind of all other thoughts. Just reverence God. Let's forget about ourselves and magnify the Lord and worship him as we partake of this holy, holy, really to me it's a celebration of what he's done for us. A celebration of love and life. Yes. Then he took the wine. We're told by Paul that after they ate the bread, he took the wine and he blessed it. Jesus prayed over everything. He blessed it and he said, this is the New Testament in my blood. Drink this in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this wine, you do show my death. You do commemorate what I'm going to do tomorrow on the cross. That's what he was saying. From this day forth until I come again. Would you please, please, at this time, drink your wine together. I know this is so pleasing to God when we do this. This is the epitome of honoring God. And we don't have to do it once a month, brothers and sisters. You can do this every day, five times a day. He said, as often as you do this, you honor me. And the Bible tells us time after time, you honor God, he will honor you. Right, Sister Lawanda? First Lady, praise God. Yes, he will. That's the God we serve. That's his promise to his brothers and sisters. There is so many blessings in the communion. There is healing in the communions. We're going to preach that one day to you. That there is healing. For we're told in Isaiah 53, 5, that he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity, that the chastisement of our peace, our well-being, our shalom, was upon him. And by his stripes, and the blood that issued out, by his stripes, we are what? Healed. There's healing because of what Jesus Christ did that night. Aren't you glad? Can we give my hallelujah? A thousand hallelujahs. Thanks be to God. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Now, our praise group and Pastor Bill will take it from here. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Vaughn. There are a couple of ways that you can respond to uh, what's happened today. If you 
Maybe you have uh, made a decision to serve Christ uh, today. Uh, You can let us know about that on your welcome card. Uh, You can let us know uh, before you leave today. You can come and see one of us and uh, tell us about it. There's also, uh, you can contact us online uh, through Facebook, uh, through Instagram, through our uh, social media. And let us know what God is doing uh, in your life. And if you need prayer, there will be folks at our prayer stations today. The altar area is going to be open uh, for you to pray. Would you stand with me this morning as we prepare to to worship the Lord? And as Pastor uh, was talking, he was talking about seals. And there are a couple of things that occurred to me that are significant about seals. uh, That they do two significant things. Number one, they protect Uh, You have a seal around the window in your house. You have a seal around the door, and it keeps the elements from coming in, and it keeps the air conditioning from getting out in the summertime. It keeps the heat from getting out. So a seal protects. The second thing it does is it identifies. So if you see uh, a police officer or a fireman, and they're wearing a seal or they're, they're wearing an insignia that indicates who they are, We've been given the promise of the Holy Spirit to protect, to guide, and to identify us as belonging to God. And as we navigate life, and as we continue on in this series and talking about being involved in a life group and how that impacts our lives, we'll hear more and more stories about how life groups already have impacted You can tell stories. Those of you that are involved in a life group, you can tell a story to someone else about how they would benefit from being involved in a life group. So as we continue to worship today, the altar is open. There are folks at the prayer stations. Uh, Let's just worship the Lord, and I invite you to come and pray this morning.
faithfulness in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that your word is true, that it does not lie. The things that you said about us, the things that you say about us, that is who we are. Not what the world says or how they look at us, but help us, God, today, as we go from this place, to understand that there are people in the world that are hurting Sometimes when they lash out against us, it's out of their own hurt. Help us, God, to be compassionate towards people who don't know you, towards people who need to know you. And, Lord, give us divine appointments to be able to share the love of Jesus with people. We're going to continue to worship here for a few minutes. The front, the altar is still open for prayer. Prayer stations are still open if you're worshiping online with us. Our online host will be around for another 15 minutes or so to meet with you, to pray with you, uh, to, to just guide you through. If you need to make a decision for Christ today, uh, you can do that. God bless you. Thank you for worshiping today.